Hello everyone and welcome to episode three, episode three already of Studio Mate Steve. Now I'm very excited today um, to be talking to one of my bezies, Sophie Hen. Hello Sophie, how are you? I'm very, very, very excited, possibly too excited. Oh, calm down. I hope you've I got, um, yes, I hope you haven't drunk too much and you've, uh, you've been to the loo recently. I've had too many cups of tea and I'm just giddy on that. But okay. no, I'm very excited to be here. Thank you very much for having me. No problem. Well, you've sent in a lovely biography. So as, as ever, Ooh. I'm going to start with that. See if I can nip <laughs> in and laugh about any of it at all. I'm sure you can. So here we go, everyone. So. Sophie Hen is an award-winning picture book author and illustrator with a MAR, uh, sorry, MA <laughs> in illustration from the University of Brighton. Now, I've heard of Brighton. It's a very good place to go. It's quite nice, I um, believe, yeah. Sophie is the creator of the much-loved Bad Nana series, the Pom Pom series, the Ted Board Book series, what? Pizzazz series, and the non-fiction Life Size series, amongst oh, many other books. Her debut picture book, Where Bear, was nominated for the Kate Greenaway medal, Bad Nana, Old Not Wiser, was shortlisted for the Lollies, and Pizzazz won the Alligator's Mouth Award. Sophie was the World Book Day illustrator in 2015 and 2016. I think, are you the only person... Oh, no, you and Rob Biddulph have, have done it a couple of times or yes, three yeah. times or something. Um, and Life Size Creepy Coolies is going to be a World Book Day oh. title in 2023. That's next year, folks. Um, Sophie loves her job, but also wishes she was a professional <laughs> tap dancer stroke roller skater. See, I added that bit just for you. <laughs> you. Have I told you my, I've probably told you umpteen times, uh, my tap dancing tale. No. Uh, when I worked for Ragdoll um, <gasps> in, um, oh, where was it? Pinewood Studios. A sign oh, went goodness. up in Pinewood Studios saying, Rosemary Ford, tap dancing lessons. <gasps> and it was down the road. And we were like, there was my friend Will and a girl that works at Ragdoll as well called Suzanne. Suzanne Cherry, hello. And um, we were like, it can't be the Rosemary Ford from the Generation yeah. Game, can it, with Bruce Forsyth? So we went, and it was. It was. And, oh that, and we goodness. were like fanboying and fangirling and fanning everywhere, basically. I and can't. it was us and lots of old couples. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I mean, it was couples tap dancing. So you weren't like doing a so, it was like. Well, it wasn't. No, it was just everyone sort of else vibe. was sort of older couples. Um, oh, I, I love think they'd, it. They'd run out of spice in their relationships and thought, "What do we need? We need Rosemary Ford tap dancing lessons." I mean, but, <laughs> um, but really, who doesn't need Rosemary Ford tap dancing? No, lessons? So That's what I, I think know. we went Whose two or three. That spicy. We went two or three times and then realised, oh, no, this isn't for us. But um, she's got a famous husband, hasn't she, Robert Lindsay, but he never came along and he didn't, he didn't tap. Is or... that her husband? I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel like goodness. this is turning into a slightly different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? Rosemary Showbiz Ford? tittle-tattle. That's, uh, anyway, yeah. She was very, very nice. I bet she was and very professional. She's got that air about her. Now, bringing it back to, <laughs> to, to the real topics that people actually want to hear yes, about. Yes, yes. Now, I'm going to start the programme with the... <gasps> description. Now, oh, description. where do you work? Have you got a studio? Do you share a studio? What's your working situation? My working situation? Well, um, I have a... I call it... The, I mean, it's the spare room, really. Um, but, yes, you could you could call it a studio. Um, it's in my house. And and that that works for me. Just I think it's just the hours, isn't it? Because sometimes yes. you're working through the night and sometimes, mm. you know... And I work 
best really early in the morning. So I quite like having... Oh, that's interesting. So, so how, how early is early? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I did go through a phase. I'm not in it at the moment. Lockdown's really messed with my routine. I still mm. haven't quite got my got back into the flow of things properly um mm. but I used to get up at like 5 30 um yes and I like that I like because it feels like you're sort of you've got a bit of time when everyone else is still asleep yeah and it's um and I think again part of that was necessity um when my daughter was at home and things like that so I get a few hours in beforehand but um but yeah no I find my my brain is much it functions better listening to the the podcast with Thor actually I really like that that you know you do mm. the thinking bits until about two o'clock yeah I think yeah. it's after lunch isn't it it's, the thinking it's difficult after so. lunch mm. Mm. so it's more about the drawing and the coloring in um or the gazing into the middle distance after lunch but I'm but finding yeah, it so... very difficult now it's getting darker and a bit colder snacking yeah. is becoming a bit of a problem how do you do you, do you snack love a snack I do I, I do oh. I can't, I'm a real grazer as well I will mm. um just every time well because obviously I love a cup of tea so yeah. I'm constantly making cups of tea um yeah. and then when I'm waiting for the kettle to boil somehow I'll find myself eating a snack I do like a snack. I I'm quite you, healthy snack wise so. I know I was gonna say I bet you graze healthy it's like I graze chocolate and I graze crisp but I bet you graze mm. melon melon balls and <laughs> always got some melon balls just ready everyone needs um, a melon baller in their drawer <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Um, but no, I, I like, do you know what? Because obviously, and I, well, you know, because we've, we've um, dined together many times. I can't eat um, wheat or yeast. So sadly, I can't yeah. have the, the Marmite. I miss my Marmite. But um, yeah. so I eat a lot of oat cakes, which sound yeah. quite boring. But as I said, peanut butter and jam. I've rediscovered jam in the last few months. I love peanut um, butter and jam sandwiches. Oh, so good. Very um, American. I always feel very American because they call it peanut yeah, butter and jelly. Jelly. Yeah. Jelly. Yeah. Um, but yes, and I've started eating jam kind of like you eat hummus or something with an oh, oat cake, like just dipping and scooping oh, and wow. shoveling. What's your, yes. what's your jam? They're so not choice, that healthy. Sophie. What's Ooh, your jam? Raspberry. Choice? Raspberry every time. Because I like the tartness. Make? Well, I mean, no, I will eat any raspberry jam. But if I was going to, if you're going to put me in front of, you know, the jam shelf, I do gravitate towards the Bon Maman just because I like the jars, because I love yeah. a jam jar as well, you see, because they're I, in my, I, bring it back to my studio. There's a lot of jam jars in my studio. They come in handy, see, don't they? Oh, as it, but as an object of design, though, they're so perfect, aren't they? Because they, they're just so simple and, yeah. Um, yeah, and then you can reuse them. Jam a jars tea light holder. instead of tup tea light holder, tea pens light holder. and pencils, as they are in my studio. Um, you know, uh, instead of Tupperware as well. I think. I always find it's a shame to genius. throw away a Bon Mammon lid because no. of that lovely yeah. gingham-y design as well. Yeah, yeah, I try not to. But yes, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, love a, love a, love a raspberry, a raspberry, Bon Mammon raspberry, raspberry jam. jam. So do you feel, so you you work quite solitary all the time. Do you ever feel like, oh, maybe I could venture to a studio at some point? Because you know I'm trying to lure you towards oh, I know. Um, the Brighton studio anytime you feel like it. There's always a desk space for you. Oh. Well, that's so gorgeous. And the thing is, if I if I was, if it's that thing of it being close. That's mm. the thing. So I need something that's that's close because... I don't know. Maybe I'm just really lazy. Yes, yeah, and Benji's <laughs> Benji's is a, a 15 minute cycle away from. Yeah, that's um, quite nice. His. Isn't it? I think he meant cycle, not like a washing machine cycle. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> sitting atop a washing machine going down the road. Yes, it um, takes him three hours to get down the hill. <laughs> uh, um, the intense wash for uh, getting to the <laughs> But um, yes, so I, I think it's, it's, the, it's having it all to hand because I, yeah, it's, it's and I think that is um, a hangover of um, working around my daughter's sort of school hours and sure. things like that. Um, but yes, I should, I do, I like, I miss the, I miss the, um, you know, people. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I can get to the end social... of the day and realise I haven't spoken to anybody. You're a very voice. sociable person uh, you're, and you're very funny on Twitter and Instagram and everything. You're very, um, you're quite prolific on social media. So um, yeah, I, I could imagine you'd fit in well in a studio. Yes, but then the other thing is because I because I do like Anatta, would I ever yeah. get any work done? I mean, that is a that is a thing. Consider. Yeah, it is tricky. But then you, you tour's always so good. She just says, "Right, um, nice to see you guys," and then she'll put her headphones on and she'll work solidly mm. for three or four hours and then um, reappear um, for lunchtime. But what Tor Freeman also does, um, mm. she used to watch Made in Chelsea every lunchtime <gasps> as well. I don't know if that's I don't know. I think that's a good thing, isn't it? And Real Housewives of Cheshire. I know that you and I could. Um, oh, I feel like you just outed you just outed me, Sophie. I have, yeah. I have. <laughs> As a lover of Real Real Housewives of Cheshire, it's the well, best but, Real Housewives. I, I think. think it is. Well, um, Adam Stower and um, Zoe Tucker, who's the designer in my studio, they got mm. me completely hooked on Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. If you're stressing out about. Um, deadlines and you've just got some colouring colouring in to yeah. do and um, so, you know finishing off some spreads it's perfect to just have a because you don't really once you've seen their no. once you've seen their faces <laughs> you don't necessarily yeah. need to see <laughs> them again <laughs> no I don't I think funny. that's ideal <laughs> like, well they don't change much even like you know expression wise do they they're quite you don't need to see them more I've just once. had an idea oh what Far sure. I hope you're listening. What about life-size mm. real housewives? <gasps> I think that would be brilliant. Yes, it would be. You'd compare your. What would you compare? Oh no, that could go. Into... Let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Let's... speaking speaking of life-size, can you tell us anything about the new one that's coming out for World Book Day, or is that just is it quite under wraps still because it's quite early on in the in the, in the days? I don't know. I'm not sure what I can and can't say. And um, well, it's. Creepy Crawlies, as you yeah. know, and I've had such a lovely time um, investigating because that's that's the lovely thing when I'm working on um, life size is I become fully immersed in whatever yeah. it is. So when I did Dinosaurs, there was like a brief window of a, of yeah. a you know a, a few months where I could have gone like toe to toe with a six year old boy about dinosaurs, and I oh, yeah. might have not looked like a, a nitwit. Um, yep. I could have I could have kept up with the dinosaur knowledge. It does tend to fall out of my head after a while, um, but I love it. I like getting really immersed in these in these um, incredible creatures, whatever it is I'm doing. So because, yes, um, learning about insects has been mind blowing. They are uh, so efficient, such yeah. brilliant creatures. Yeah. They don't yeah like eating their their boyfriends or whatever it's yeah or laying eggs inside laying eggs inside another insect so that when the babies hatch they they can just they've got a ready meal um i know and it's quite it gets quite like oh i mean that's not in the book let's be clear (laughs) no i was going to say there's going to be children up and down (laughs) the country sobbing and being and throwing up everywhere reading this no well i i I, that's the thing i think kids are like read have got a real healthy fascination with with nature and that i think they're they're yeah. more I think it's as we get older we get a bit more like ooh. Um but 
I mean, I could be I could be wrong, but I think. But, but anyway, the life size creepy crawlies has been has been a joy, and so um, that's I the latest have... thing you're working on. But let's go. Let's go yes. back, 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 I'll try and put an echo Ooh. sound effect on that back. Um, like time because we've actually known of each other for a long time because we both yes. entered the Waterstones Picture This competition, didn't we? We did, yes. No. Now, I don't know if we ever spoke on that, um, the fateful day when we both lost. We did, but a pair of losers. Do you know what? We did speak very briefly because um, yeah. I, I took my daughter with me because Michael Morpurgo, he'd written the story, hadn't he? And he was yeah. um, handing out the prize. Yeah. And, um, and so because he was, he was the author that, her and all her friends were reading at the time um oh. she got out of double maths and came up to Brilliant. waterstones piccadilly, it was piccadilly wasn't it, wasn't it? Mm. yeah yeah and, and i um... brought my dad oh was your dad there yes, i didn't realize everything was going all right and then dad popped to the loo before the ceremony and he cut yeah. his hand on the air on the hand dryer and oh so he was saying hello to like melissa cox and everyone at waterstones going oh hello sorry i've just cut my hands and it's bleeding so but it's nice to meet you <laughs> that's a that's a, a lawsuit waiting <laughs> to happen but it was all right yeah. he did stop bleeding in the end and oh, um yeah because there was ellie dolan and there was matt there was quite a few, there was quite mm. a few of us there weren't there it was a good it was a good cohort of, of people um because before you went to that competition what were mm. you doing because you've had you've had quite a few cool jobs and what how did you get into children's books I I studied fashion, um, but I I did wow. uh, it was all under the big fashion umbrella at at, um, at St Martin's. But I was there to do communication and promotion, so that was right. um, like uh, magazine design and styling and all of that sort of stuff. But I realised um, over those four years that I wasn't really I wasn't really cut out for fashion. Um, Okay. I think I just like a sensible shoe a bit too much. So um <laughs> and a stripe. Then, yeah, exactly. I do love a stripe. Mm -hmm. Um and then I um I was there was talk of doing an MA in graphics at that point. Yeah. Um, but my dad was a bit more like, no, get a job. So oh, really? I yes, very oh. much so. Um oh, one of those dads, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and so I did, and I misunderstood an advert. I think it was in like Design Weekly or something. Remember all those trade, trade magazines when magazines mm. existed. And um, yeah, I misunderstood an, an ad and got a job in advertising. <laughs> I thought it was for graphic design. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I yeah, so I it was um, <laughs> back then it was called below the line advertising, which basically means everything but telly. So um, right, right, yeah, it was. And then and then that though, it, and then I did that for for. Uh, you know many years and have my daughter yeah. and but the thing is doing advertising it was that's I do find nothing's wasted because obviously I've come the very scenic route to this job very scenic. yeah um but I, nothing is wasted because especially with the advertising because like when you think of the and I you know I say this when I'm talking to kids because I feel there's that pressure of like I've got to know what I've got to do I've got to get it right I've got to choose no, the right career no. first it's like no not and, and also it all informs what you do so with advertising you've got that big image on a poster say or in a magazine ad 
big image, a few words, but when you put the two together, yeah. like it, it, it gives you more. It gives you more. It's more than the sum of its parts. Mm, so, mm, um, which is exactly a picture book, isn't it? That's exactly what you're doing. It is what I was going to say. Book. You can t- you can tell you've come from that kind of design background because, um, especially with pizzazz, I think because mm. it is sort of it has got an advertising feel about it because it's so comic booky and graphic novelly, mm. and so every every panel has to work. Every yeah, every pose has to work, and you can tell yeah. that you, that's sort of kind of where you've come from. Definitely. Oh, that's good to know. That's but mm. but yeah, I, and I think you and the marketing side of it and all of that. It's it it all informs you know whether I'm aware of it or not what I'm doing. But yes, and then so with when I had um, my daughter, I'm reading her picture books. Charlie yeah. and Lola was new and exciting. Oh, really? yeah. I loved it. I loved how Lauren was so playful with words and images. Um, and then I chickened out at that point and I started a stationery company because I love a bit of stationery. And so I thought I'd make my own. And I made, um, well, I d- designed and, you know, got them made cards and sold them to like Paper Chase and Oliver Bonus. And wow. I had visions of doing... you chopping, chopping down trees and making pencils. <laughs> Whittling a right? pencil. No. Whittling a pencil. I would have loved Whittle. to. I'd love nothing more. Um, Good word, Whittle. Whittle, um, but yes, and 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 that ended up doing a bit of illustration for Paper Chase, which gave me mm-hmm. a bit more confidence. And then I did the MA. What came first? Was Pom Pom first? Where Bear was first? Oh yeah, yeah. So it all comes again back to the MA. So yeah, um, it's and so that's when again spotted? when people. S- no, no, not at all. Um, despite all my best efforts. Um, but I did, I created Werebear on the MA. And that was the thing, because when people say, you know, should I do the college thing and not, and I'm, I'm worried I'm not getting enough from it. It's like, what it is about doing the MA was, it was, it's not so much like, you know, I, the time. I, mean, I did, I learned stuff. It's, it's spending time yeah. on something. It gives yeah, you that space. Really. And um, so I created Werebear for the Millen Prize, which sorry, I recommended. I, I just um, interject. Sorry. What did you, what... Um, process did you for, for where because how how did you decide which software you know how do you start in the sketchbook or do you how do you start your work well I mean I, that's what I was working out on the MA I didn't really yeah. know how I was going to do this so what I um I can't even remember how I was creating the images for the cards I think it was very I yeah. mean I use illustrator I'm still the only person on the planet I think to still use adobe, adobe illustrator. illustrator for um, um for books maybe for, yeah um but that's that's the program i know how to use because that's the one i learned when i was working in i can i cannot get on with illustrator at all i've tried so many Love times it. because it would be quicker for certain things and i just want to throw my computer out the window every time really because i can't, can't bear it photoshop can't bear it. is just like an absolute mystery to me i've got no really? other than lightning and darkening things but but so um <laughs> yeah for um where bear I was, I was working all that out when I was at the at, at, on the MA yeah. um, and ideally what I would have liked to have done is screen print the whole book that's what Ooh, I wanted yeah but um, there wasn't time to do that so and I, I sort of yeah so and also that thing when you get changes or you want to make changes I wanted something that was a bit more malleable yeah. so I, I basically I create my images like, and it hasn't really changed from then. I just separate everything out and mm-hmm. draw it all separately and then scan it in, um, <laughs> use Photoshop to make it a bit lighter and darker and contrast. And then yeah, yeah. I just um, vectorize it in Illustrator, which basically wow. is pressing a button 
and then I put all the pieces together and colour them but in. Then do you have to twiddle, because that's what I've tried. I did it for the, well, we both designed the Henley Literary Festival yes. um, branding, Lovely. haven't we? Yes, and so yes. for the tote bag, it had to be a vectorised thing. Mm. And I tried just clicking a button and it, it all went a bit wrong and you had to tweak this and pull that out there and do that and then something else would oh, go no. wrong. You know? Well, look, when because I've got to get my um Wacom thing, haven't I, and my drawing. Wacka wacka wacka. Um, yes, I I need to, and so we were going to. You you very kindly offered um for a Wacom and wine party where you yeah. would show me. So when we do that, I'll show you how to do the um. Well, I'll show you what I what I use in Illustrator. It might. might I help. think Wacom and wine is a very good other podcast title. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it loses something without the visuals, though, maybe, for the whack-on element. I don't That's know. That's true. That is true. Maybe you could just describe what you're drawing. As yeah, you get. I, like it. I, like it. <laughs> I can't see it. Anyway, <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, but... yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the MA was great for that, that I could work out how to put these images together. So you did, I... how complete was Wear Bear at the end of the course? Pretty much done. Yeah, well, and I mean, how... not, color, not all coloured in. It was, no. I'd done sort of, five spreads I think and the, and the mm -hmm. cover and um and then it was I fully mocked it up and everything and it only I think two or one page changed before That's amazing. it went to print yeah I mean I was surprised yeah because that um, doesn't happen very often I think did um Nadia Shireen I think her good little wolf was that uh I can't remember I think she was on, that was the one at Cambridge. Is that the Cambridge course? I think that was Cambridge. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bit hazy, but I think that was pretty in pretty good nick to be published as well. Um, so that no, but that's incredible. And then to go on to be nominated for the Greenaway and Waterstones Mad. with that yeah. first picture book is incredible. It's bonkers. Well, because the Waterstones one is all about first books, isn't it? I think that has it to be. Is. First book, only, yeah, it is. Yeah, only in first books. Yes. Um, yes. But yes, I mean, I couldn't believe it. It was, I mean, I, I was you know, not in any way confident that I was going to be able to do this or in, indeed mm. allowed to do this. Yeah. And then um, uh, when my agent sent Werebear out, it was, you know, pretty nerve wracking. But then mm. it got some nice responses. To, um, a, lo a very lovely publisher even made a Werebear um, to submit their offer. It was, really? Um, it, yeah, it was, it was really... And in, it, yeah, it was, there were some quite lovely moments and like little parcels arrived and yeah, it was, it was really, and I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And I've obviously since learned that that is not how. <laughs> did that work? How it did always that work? work. No, I mean, I still, I'm looking at the, because uh, he's still in my studio. Um, oh, that good. lovely so wear bear. It was a decent wear bear then. Yeah, yeah. He's held together well, but, um, but. I know I didn't go with them, but um, they are very lovely. Well, I think but, practically yeah. we can talk about this because we are, you know, a lot of illustrators and authors are listening and people in the industry. I mean, mm. you do basically end up going with the publisher who offers you the most money, really, at the end of the day, kind of, sort I of, didn't. being polite. I didn't on that, in that um instance. I take it all back. I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> did, well, but in, in that instance, I didn't. Um but uh so what swe what swayed you? you don't have to go into details but what was it that swayed you was it a was it a cupcake <laughs> <laughs> i mean it could it could be a good cup of tea um i think but this is the thing isn't it and and now i work I've, and i've worked with lots of different publishers like you yeah. have and designers, lots yeah. of different editors and, and yeah designers and art directors mm. and that relationship is really 
it's really important. It's key. It's, yeah. You have to trust those people like so massively because, you know, with anything, when you're plucking something out of your head and, um, and then trying to make it into an actual thing, there's, mm. you know, massive. Well, I don't know about you. I have massive moments of self doubt. Whenever I press send on something, oh, I'm all like, the oh my time. goodness, this is rubbish. Um, yeah. And it's, and now I, you start to recognize that as part of the process. So you, yes. while you still feel it acutely, you, you at least go, okay, hopefully in a week, I won't feel quite so awful about you have to everything through, I've just you? done. Yeah. 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 Um, but so the relation, your relationship with your editor and your, and your art director is, is really key. And, um, yeah, and and that that's that's what swayed my choice in that moment. The thing Not is, though, that, as well, everyone was lovely. Everyone was yeah. lovely. I have to stress that. But you just get that little spark, don't you? And you think, oh, actually, I think. We yeah, I guess in that in that case, though, then you kind of have to work with everyone once to work out who you work with the best. Yeah, yeah, and different relationships um, offer different things, don't they? And yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's really it's that I find that's the that's the real, that's the key. But like I say, I mean, I've, I mean, everyone I've worked with has been a complete joy and a delight. And um, I wondered what you were going to say then. Loads of fun. They've been complete. Yeah, we can edit, edit that out. Um, no, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's a lovely industry, but. Um, and so um, what made you go from hmm. picture book to young illustrated fiction what what was the was it was it your agent's idea was it your idea well I think you know creating books is something I've always wanted to do so I, I think the, 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 because I come from a more visual background I mean when it, when people introduce me as an author I still sort of go what um because I'm just gradually increasing my word count um yes but 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 it was for bad nana and and the reason well so when i was on the ma i created this comic and mm. most of my books have come from this comic i created they were just little yeah. comic strips that have just grown and grown um so it's that it was really really useful for that and bad nana i just couldn't fit her story into a picture book and right. that's why i just thought i want to play with words more i want to have you know i think the lang the language well her granddaughter Jeannie and the way she speaks I thought it was it's just older. really nice to yeah it's, it's Actually, older. that's that's a really good um thing to mention I think sometimes creators of children's books might think right I'm going to come up with a picture book it's got to be a picture book and then mm. they might try and force an idea into that but what you should do is what you you've obviously did with Bad Nana and come up with the idea and then it will kind of find its format won't yeah. it in a way don't force yeah, a voice into something younger or older. Go with what it needs to be, um, word count-wise or style-wise, and go with that. Yeah, yeah. And then the same with Pizzazz. Pizzazz had to jump up again yeah. um, to fit that in. Is that what happened with Jeannie and Teeny? Is that um, I think so. I wanted... Uh, I, I was getting, not pressure, but um, Anjanine... Uh, when I went to meet Anjanine at um, HarperCollins for the first time, because someone had put me forward, another editor, Kate Burns, put me forward for the David Baddiel books. Brilliant. And I thought, oh, I'll never get this, but I'll go and meet them. And it was in Bologna. And Anjanine... Well, you know Anjanine as well. She's brilliant. And yep. she was very honest. And she was like, hmm... You're quite funny, Steve, and you should maybe try writing something yourself. <laughs> She's quite like, so I, I thought that, and yeah. I sort of spoke to my agents. I was like, well, I'm Janine suggested this, and maybe I could. And I literally sort of, I don't know where Janine Tini the idea really came from. I knew there weren't any genie books. I, I just, I think HarperCollins did 
think that it might be a picture book and then I just thought oh no because it's chatty and it's funnier mm. and sillier and a bit ruder and to get the conversation in there it just couldn't be a picture book so yeah I think that that is why it became this younger fiction yeah, yeah. that's the thing isn't it it just sort of finds its own like you say it finds its own format um yeah. that was why I went into do some more words <laughs> yeah and series because um both of your fiction series have been a series so there's um yeah. three uh, three and a bit bad nanas aren't there three and a bit are you remembering the gas safety register bad yes i'm remembering the, one you're the talking gas about? registry safety thing <laughs> yes whatever it was absolutely so barbara two doors down um yes <laughs> uh i uh, yes i i mean i've made i make no secret of the fact that i would love to do to more. write more bad nanas she's um it is i mean Basically, I, I, I realise I am saying I'm essentially sitting in a room laughing at my own jokes, but it's like Bad Nan has almost taken on such a life of her own in my head. Yes. Um, I can sort of just drop her into a situation and yeah. just watch what she Go would with do. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and she makes me laugh. Yeah. So that is laughing at your own jokes, but sort of not at the same time. And obviously I am slowly transforming into bad into nana. well what i love mm -hmm. um talking about transforming into bad nana the world book day outfits of bad nana oh, are the best ones i think because it's, it's so, so simple it's kind of simple yeah. to do but they're so effective because as soon as you whack on a pair of massive glasses and do and tie yeah. your head into a bun you just look like her absolutely and, and the little bit of pink lipstick but no because i um part when i do school um events and mm. um this it's all, all when i did bad nana events but now I, I still talk about but in schools um I will show people how I put a character together I will show the pupils how I put a character together and um and all the little visual clues yeah and in order yeah. to do that I will dress someone up as bad nana and then I get them to like do the stance as well because that's obviously key for bad nana <laughs> now actually yeah. I'm going to I'm going to ask you about events um yes in a bit because that relates to one of the questions that we've had Ooh! about events in school it's yes um a question from rose um but what i want to ask you about <coughs> because yep. there's often conversations from illustrators and sometimes mm. publishers and publicists about shop window design oh. and mm. that what what paint should you use have you got any other tips da, 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 da. so you're a bit of the queen of the shop window especially mm, your pizzazz very, ones they are fantastic generous. and i've seen that you you use a method which i never thought of using initially and i have copied you because you print out um, yeah. your design to make sure that all the proportions are right and actually it speeds things up doesn't it if you're tracing Does. something and not making it up so can you just tell us a bit about your process of creating a shop window because I think a lot of illustrators will find this really interesting well for what it's worth and this and I've worked this out obviously over over the years um yeah. I for pizzazz especially it you know and Sometimes, because like you, I've used standees as well. So sometimes yes. I do that. I'll make my own sort of cardboard cutout. Oh, standy. <laughs> um, and, uh, but e even then you have to do the lettering. So it started with being yeah. able to do the lettering. So I'll, I'll design the window on my computer. I will act to, to, to size. And so you, then need, I will... you need to get the dimensions ideally from the shop yes. themselves, don't you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. That is a very key point. Yes. Yeah. And then um, I will flip it, obviously. Um, often I have printed it before flipping it, which is quite annoying. Um, but reverse I will... it. Sorry. Exactly. No. <laughs> um, and then... Um, and then 
print it out, tile it, obviously, and then stick it all together. So I will arrive with a giant roll of paper, which I will then stick on the outside of the window. <laughs> Looks like you're turning it with a massive doobie every time. It's like this is a children's <laughs> shop. <so. laughs> um, and then, yeah, stick that on the outside, un unroll it, stick it on the outside of the window and then um, trace it. And I, it does. It really speeds everything up. And yeah. to trace it, I like... For my outlines, I use Posca pens, and I don't like the chisel nib ones. I like the oh, round. Oh, do you not? No, don't get on with those at all. So, um, like a rounded nib. A rounded nib, yeah. They're <laughs> rarer than the chisel, but they are out there. Um, <clears throat> I think it's called a bullet, a bullet nib. Um, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll trace it all. And then for the big areas, I will use acrylic paint. Yes. And that's now, I know, it. Um, some yeah. shops, especially if you're using black, it can be quite, even though acrylic paint does come off, it can sometimes take longer than a Posca pen, though, can't it? It, can be, it needs a, quite a bit of scraping of the acrylic. Well, you see, there is that, or it come, if you put it on really thickly, it comes off quite easily, I think. I remember, um, hi, David Litchfield, <laughs> if you're listening, because I think he did the bear, <laughs> he did the bear in the piano in the book, not window, and it was all brown and black, and I think for about 82 years, because they couldn't quite remove it. Couldn't get it off. <laughs> I think I was, I think I actually followed that window. Oh, did you? Um, <laughs> with a bad nana. Oh, yes, and that's the other thing that, that we do, is to create, because <laughs> um, sometimes, and also think about, what's going to be showing through the window so so light colors work yes best. and also yeah. the, the 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 tinsel curtain that's an instant backdrop and which I, I i've apologized for i've absolutely copied that idea because it's such a good <laughs> it's such a good because if you buy material it's too expensive and if yeah. you can't you can't put like loads of card or paper behind sometimes no and if the shop is busy behind or it's got or, or, or shelving behind you do it does it can spoil the window and the whole look so mm. uh, some kind of yeah tinsel curtain or something really does bring it all together doesn't it yeah no it's i think that started with um the bad nana snow business so it, because the thing is though they can they, the windows can to make a really good window it can be quite pricey as well yes i mean yeah well that's and if you're doing the, the standees they get yeah. quite expensive um yeah. but yeah so that's why i've sort of gone back to more painting and then the tinsel curtain that like you say whilst whilst not nothing it's it's the most cost effective way i think and also Absolutely. gives the bookshop a disco feel for it the does yeah they look at they do, there's there's ah. a bit of ooing and ahhing every time you get a, a disco yeah. curtain now isn't there yeah yeah um now speaking you, you told us about uh, obviously your <coughs> background and pizzazz and bad nana so mm. now this isn't a diss or shade as they say oh hello but how did life size evolve from how? that because it's very very different to do suddenly mm. do a non-fiction and yeah. large-scale animals from doing something like bad nana that seems like quite a leap so how did that come about 100 percent, honestly um the publisher approached me and said Brilliant. this is this is an idea what do you think mm. and it was um it evolved obviously but it was it was like drawing well, the dinosaurs drawing did, didn't they bit... <laughs> and right. then and and then no more but well you see you say that because um all birds are descended from dinosaurs and chickens yes. are the ones that have changed the least so a chicken is the is our sort is of... the closest thing to a dinosaur mm. They do look, and when you watch them strut around, you sort of can see. Anyway, I digress. The um, <laughs> the yes, the the publisher said, um, brilliant face. Um, who I, who's the designer and art director on them? She said, look, what about doing this? And Melissa, wow. see it. And, and that was the Egmont at the, as they were. 
um and so yeah and then and then yeah and then it developed and um I love it. I, it's it's yeah. I never imagined I'd do nonfiction. No, because did mean... you did you say yes straight away, or did you speak to your agent or whoever and say, "Oh God, they want me to do"? Because if someone had come to me and said we want to do like Big Dinosaur, I think I would have gone, "Oh no, do you mean the, do you mean Stephen Lenton? Have you emailed the right person?" I would have <laughs> been like, "Oh no, I don't think so." And I think what had happened was um, they um, they approached me via my agent um, mm. and about another. There was another nonfiction idea, which was a bit more illustratory. Yeah. Um, um, that didn't happen um, for one reason or another. And then, and then they had this idea, and I just really loved it as an idea. I think it really appealed because it was started off with life size animal. Well, it's, it's life life size, life size with the panda on the front. So yes. I just and I just loved the graphicness of it and the scale and. I just could see that, you know, as a, as a mechanic, as it were, as a, as a way, you know, a, a, a book to really sort of get for the reader to get involved with. I really like that, that aspect of it and, and bringing these incredible creatures to life. Cause I do love, you know, animals and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just really like the fact that, that you could, you could get people who wouldn't, um, you know, I'm, I'm unlikely to meet a polar bear, sadly, but. Um, well, maybe one yeah, day. You, 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 well, fingers crossed. You could um, you could interact with these creatures that you would never normally get to. So yeah, yeah I, I just love the idea. Yeah, the, and I love the window display you did at Tales on Moon Lane in particular as well because kids love the fact that it's like, oh god, it's the actual real size, yeah. the life size concept is genius. It's yeah, and like and on one while I you know honed it and 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 made it into the book that it is i can't take credit for at all <laughs> no that's what well, that just goes through. It's um, a good collaborative idea is still you know it's, it's a brilliant thing to do exactly exactly and the, the events for um life size are cracking fun as well because yeah. it's getting challenging kids and measuring things out and just how giant is a giant squid yeah. turns out it is very giant you've got yeah. just the book for that i um, have <laughs> speaking of collaborating with with, mm. with your obviously with your team have you because you, all your books are on your i've got sophie hen on the on mm. the cover have you would you like to collaborate with another author or illustrator you know is there something that you've written and you think oh i'm not sure if that would um, lend itself to my style i could imagine Stephen lenton oh, oh i mean uh, another <laughs> illustrator doing that any, any thoughts on that i would absolutely um love to collaborate um yeah. Yeah, and no, I really would. And um, I was thinking of you for my book, Horses with Hands. Um, I don't know how you feel. Horses with Hands on Bicycles. Um, that's oh, the that would theme be of just it. great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I would really, I would really like to to collaborate. And I think, I mean, when when I think of that, what I think of is me illustrating for somebody, um, yes. as opposed to the, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I still see that as the. But but no, I mean, I I, I and I hope to. I think just. I'm such a control freak. Maybe that's the problem. Um, but, uh, but um, yeah, I'd like, uh, yeah, I, I'd like, I really would hope that that's something I get to do in the future. Um, but yeah. Well, how would you feel if, if right... you were, um, there's been a lot of, and again, we won't go into details and we don't have to have to say opinion <laughs> opinions at all, but um, which is, was there an ideal celebrity maybe that you'd like to work with? I'll, I'll yes. go first. I'll go first. Okay. You go first. Sophie Ellis Baxter, Zoe Ball. Oh, both brilliant, brilliant <laughs> options. Sophie, um, if you're if you're from Uber, yeah, if you want to do a disco picture book, oh my goodness, 
yeah. Now so I, want to, do, about I want to do that and, too. Yeah, yeah. Sophie, if you're listening, if you don't yeah, fancy Stephen, that'd be great. That. But what, yeah, what about you? Um, well, I'd love to, and I did say this, and he's going to come up again later in this podcast. Um, I did say this when he signed my, my, the last time I saw him sign my book, David Sedaris. I oh, think he would write brilliant. a wonderfully twisted and dark, um, brilliant um, children's book, and I would love that's love a great idea. To that's a brilliant that, idea, please, David. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Maybe, maybe one day, maybe you'll meet a polar bear, and maybe you'll work with David Starr as well. Yes. yes. Now we're going to get on to the questions. We've got mm. three lovely questions. Lovely. And the first one is from Rose. Now, Rose, I do, I, I do apologise. I'm not sure how to pronounce your surname. It's L-I-H-O-U. So I think it's Leo, Rose Leo, I think. And Rose says, I would love to hear Sophie talk about her school visits, please. What does she love about them and what is difficult about them? Thank you. Difficult is, I'd say it's, it's, there's always a lot of admin, isn't there? And I keep meaning to, to I'm going to join authors allowed. Oh, wow with the brilliant yeah. Annie. Um, I can't believe I, ha I still haven't. It's on my list of things to do. Um, because yes, that the, the admin can be um, the, the, the pre-staff um, and, and trains. That and trains. Yeah. Other I than like that, think... I just love them. Yeah, I like to think that Authors Aloud is like Girls Aloud, but with just yeah. authors singing um, Authors of the Underground or something. That know. needs to happen. Okay. I can't tell you yeah, how much trains, that needs to happen. Trains, it's it <coughs> stressful, can't it, getting somewhere. And then if you stay yeah. over the night before, then it eats into your working time the following day yeah. or the previous I, day. Um, but isn't it just brilliant going out and meeting the kids? You, never know, you literally never know what they're going to say. That you see, and that's the interesting thing. So when when I started doing this, that my first event in front of children was in front of nine hundred, and it was key stage two children. And obviously, I'd just written a picture book. It was for World Book Day with under yeah. the brilliant, um, you know, under, under wonderful Kirsten. Yeah. And then um, and then I was following the brilliant. I don't know whether you've heard of this guy, Stephen Butler. Oh you no, never heard no. of him. Okay. Internationally ignored. Um, I guess. You should check him out um anyway he he obviously had everyone in absolute raptures laughing everything yeah and i was backstage meanwhile and brilliant martin brown and jeremy strong just helping me breathe because that's an amazing absolutely... collection of comedians there yes it was a good and um oh, and jonathan stroud stroud and... oh he's great as well i would say i'm um, I've forgotten someone's name. Anyway, it was everyone was so nice. They could not have been nicer to me, but I was in, I was so nervous. So nervous, my kneecaps were independently shaking. That's how nervous <laughs> I was. And I followed Stephen, and yeah. fortunately I had a billion slides. So that's what I do. That's the thing that gets has got me yes. through doing events. That's a good tip. Yeah. Loads of slides. Keep clicking. Because if they're looking at the slides, they're not looking at you. So that's always good. And it helps you. It's like stepping stones to get from one end of the event to the other. Yeah. Um, so that's my my top tip and i always have notes even if i don't use them um at that and vocal zones um those lozenges so, yeah you introduced me to vocal zones me. the little yeah. lozenges that can save so your good. voice save your voice um yes and, and what i realized in that moment as well is like you know following on from from brilliant brilliant stephen is that i am not going to be stephen butler when i do my event that's not i and i and i shouldn't 
pressure that pressure myself uh, to do that, that is such a good it's, thing to say because yeah. that's what i was that's what i was going to add i feel like when because years ago there weren't all these literary festivals and there weren't mm. any school visits from authors and illustrators and mm. so there wasn't the pressure to entertain or be an entertainer um and so i think if you're new or if you've decided to start doing events or you're asked to do events don't initially panic and suddenly feel like you've got to learn the banjolele or something do <laughs> you do you if you're exactly. good at drawing focus on the drawing you don't yeah. have to be a comedian i mean you do develop i was not confident at all my first ever event mm. was in front of 500 kids at the hay festival and i was absolutely oh bricking it i was yeah. so nervous fortunately i was with tracy corduroy who taught me a lot of the of, you yeah. know tips and tricks for how to do a good event and everything so that was good um, even though getting there had been a nightmare and the previous night had been one of the craziest that nights. That when you had, did you have a stomach upset? No, that was a different time. No, the <laughs> first Hay Festival was when it was all going brilliantly and then Kate Wilson from Nosy Crow, because they live near the Hay Festival, um, they've mm. got a house near there. It was all fine. And then suddenly um kate invited a few people extra for dinner that night including judy bloom so i was <gasps> in, 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 oh you have told me about that yeah and so and then i was sat so next jealous. to judy bloom so i was asking oh, questions and she was great then she started choking because she's allergic to pepper and there was pepper and <gasps> things so um they nearly killed judy bloom then she was fine no. um and then the 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 car um Kate left the car door. Sorry, Kate. I keep mentioning Kate in the podcast. I love Kate Wilson so much. I hope she doesn't mind me getting on about this. She's too busy to listen. Well, it sounds like busy. you're moaning about the car door right now, but okay. Well, she left the car. Some, <laughs> someone left a car door open. And so the lights were on all night. And so there was no battery to take I us know. to the Hay Festival in the morning. It was about a 20 minute drive away. So it was a bit, a bit of a panic. And we, we eventually got there just in time. So, um, yes, That's it was very nerve wracking. That's quite good, though, because you're focused yeah. on something else. You're worrying about exactly. something else at that point. Exactly. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, yeah, no, no and that's that's so important because you know, find find your feet and what? know that you're not going to find your stride straight away. I mean, my events no. were, were. I mean, I, like I said, I feel I, I I love doing them now. If you'd have told me at the beginning you mm. will actually come to really really love this, I would have yeah. laughed yeah. in your face. Ha, ha, yeah. ha, ha. No, it's um, so nerve wracking. Yeah. It, 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 and, but, but once you, I think you've, and, and find, don't put pressure on yourself to be no. brilliant straight away because you have to find your way with it. And once you accept that, okay, not all my events are going to, you know, I'm not going to smash it out of the park every time. That's not going to no. happen. Things will go wrong. Tech will go wrong. People mm. will not have the stuff that I've asked them to have, you know, ready yes. for the event. These things will all happen. And also, the, the best bit is, when you're um, doing events that are interactive with children, any yeah. anything can happen. Exactly. And once you accept that and lean into it and just enjoy it, just saying, okay, well, I've got my, I've got the skeleton of my event, I've got my slides, I know yeah. roughly where I'm going, and then just just enjoy it. And that comes with time. That you know, again, I was just, I, I knew I liked, I knew I liked have doing the events and having that connection with the reader i knew i liked mm. that mm. but it took me ages to get to a place where i was like oh this is going to be fun and now i'm there and it's i you know it's brilliant. yeah it just takes time to but develop i think my time. advice would be my advice would be maybe go go and visit a few schools even if they can't pay for you initially i think it's yes. important to go to two or three schools just find your way of of because yeah. um, you are entertaining them, but that doesn't mean that you have to sing or pretend to be an actor or something. There is nothing no. worse, I think, than um, 
authors and illustrators feeling like, oh no, I've got to act, I've got to be a musician. It's like, no, yeah. you just have to just be interesting, interested. And if you're an illustrator, you're sort of saved anyway, because as soon as you start mm. drawing something, the kids are like, oh, wow, they actually yeah. draw the books and they're, oh. they're so excited to not be doing day. maths anyway that they yeah. don't care who you are. Well, that's it. And that's because I did that. I mean, when I was nominated Stones Prize, I am. Mm. Um, did some events in Waterstone shops as well. So they're not paid for. That's you could idea. have one yeah. person turn up, you could have 10 people. So obviously, and then you've got all the independent bookshops. So doing non-paid events, yeah. um, while I'm not saying you shouldn't be paid for your events because you absolutely should, and it's a source, yeah. you know, mainstream of income for a lot of people. Absolutely. But just when you're honing your events, you know, you could do like promotional events in the school, say, and you Yes. him for half an hour an hour and mm. do a do a free event and and you know everyone's getting something from it but yeah it it takes the pressure off because you know Definitely, going straight in at the hay festival you know yeah. is, a, is um is is a lot of pressure um yes but yeah find find your feet because that's the other thing as well kids will they'll sniff out a phony so you know yeah. if if you're if you're, you know, happy acting or if you're happy playing music or singing, great, do that. Yeah, but yeah. if you're not, don't. Please don't. I will never do the singing. Cringe. I've said I'll do, like, I'll, I'm happy to tap dance, but I will not sing. That will never yeah, happen. Yeah. And also don't feel like you always have to dress up as as something either. I think don't feel like if you've, you know, if you've just done, um, I don't know, a book about... Um, polar bear again or something you don't have to dress up as a polar bear you don't have to dress up as those things because no. a, a they're really hot and b after about <laughs> oh, half an hour you just think i could have just worn a jumper i just feel a bit silly yeah i mean but like you because i know through the genie teeny events you have a, a star jumper yeah a, i like a, to have event clothes i yes. like to have clothes and i don't have it's like a uniform and i yeah. don't have to think about oh what am i going to wear and yeah. i've got school event clothes as well so i you know yeah. I know. I don't have to worry about it. Um, no. Now, look, I've got another question. Okay, yes. Yeah, this is a bit more sort of a, a general for, for people hoping to get into the industry. Um, and this is from Kim Gray. Hi, Kim. Mm -hmm. What would your advice be for anyone, budding, uh, for anyone budding children's authors like myself who have plenty of books but need to get them published? So I think Kim's obviously written a lot of stories and mm. are now wondering how to get them out there. What would your advice be? Okay, I would say first of all, um, there's competitions. So, like the Macmillan that I entered, mm -hmm. but there's that's and we did the um, picture this prize. So that's a great way. I think look, look yeah, for competitions literary competitions. Mm. Um, and I say get an agent. I um, yeah. yeah, my agent was. I wouldn't have got you know um, any of the. Well, it makes such a difference personally yeah. i absolutely think they're essential because they know what publishers will like your books they'll know you know where they best fit they'll be able to they've got that connection with the publishers most publishers don't look at unsolicited um, manuscripts anyway so most publishers will only look at things via an agent so and the um children's authors and illustrators um, no the children's authors children's artists handbook yes, is great yeah. Yeah, um, and that comes out yeah. every year, doesn't it? A Writers and Artists Handbook, isn't it? Yes, yes. and they're yeah. always at the library as well. Um, and they have a whole section at the back with different agents um, in and, yeah. and, and what they sort of specialise in. And also Twitter's great for that. Follow lots of agents on Twitter because they will occasionally say, right, I'm 
looking for specifically this you know graphic novels or um romance or whatever so send me your so that's another good way in yeah but i think getting an agent is key and also if you are an author um illustrators and authors get asked a lot you do not have to have illustrations or an illustrator in mind if you want to send an agent or publisher your text publishers always like to put the right illustrator with the correct Mm. author because they they you have to trust and they know what they're doing there unless your best friend is axel scheffler or someone like that maybe you've got more chance but in general um the editors and the designers like to do like to do that bit because that's their job yes absolutely and you don't need to because i know some people who've like sort of hired freelance illustrators to it's like don't you can make notes you can Mm. draw stick pictures if it's vital if it's key mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, to your certain text, sections yeah you know yeah. absolutely you know give give like say and this would be a picture you know if it, if it makes a difference to the story but um you do not need you do not need to get it illustrated so absolutely yeah not. that's that helpful. Good, that helpful good luck good tips. luck now i've got a question from a super fan called reese here reese and bruce mckinnis oh the lovely oh love them so brilliant? much Hello, guys. Now, Reese would like to know who Sophie thinks would win in a fight, Bad Nana or Pizzazz? That's such a good question. (laughs) It's a good one, isn't it? Bad Nana, for sure. I don't even need to, like, think. Bad Nana, definitely. First of all, you never know exactly what she's got in her handbag. And secondly, it's quite weighty. So, um, and, yeah, I think she... I don't even think it would need to come to fisticuffs. I think she could just stare her... stare her down. Um, yeah, just yeah, give her the evil eye, and that would um, that I think that would just halt proceedings right there. I love because um, Pizzazz versus everyone. Do you say versus or V's everyone? Oh no, actually, versus. that's a different thing. She doesn't yeah. mean being everyone, does she? She does not. <laughs> she absolutely that's your adult doesn't. series that's coming yeah. out next year. Pizzazz V's everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Sorry. that's the 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 um, yeah the YA. I love the spread where um, they mention it's like having a vending machine of baddies. That's my favourite <laughs> illustration. Oh, that's brilliant. Fine. Well, and also inspired by the brilliant Phil's, you know, school yes, vending who actually machine. does have a book vending machine, which that is, is genius, isn't it? Genius. Um, I love. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Now I've got a final question here from someone called <laughs> Pete Sol Pete Selby. Pete Who's Selby, and he okay. says, "I don't know if you know him. What would you know. sing at karaoke if your life depended <laughs> on it?" Well, we've just covered the me not singing situation, haven't we? Um, <laughs> yes, I no think this sounds like Pete Pete Sol Solby. Pete um, likes, <laughs> likes the karaoke. He sounds like someone who really, really likes karaoke uh, and is constantly frustrated by the fact that um, not everybody does. If my life depended on it, um, maybe it would have to be a rap so I didn't actually have to sing. Um, oh, that's a good idea. Like, um, yeah. what's the one? Like, um, Blondie or something like that. Oh, yeah, something like that. Rapture. That would be good. Blondie's Rapture. Maybe it would be um, that. Or um, oh, I do like um, Nancy Sinatra, These Boots. Maybe oh, I could that's do that. A good I could idea. just about, like, limp, <laughs> limp in my boots to the end I of that I don't do song. karaoke anymore, but when I went to um, Tenerife when I was about 17 with some girl friends Brilliant. from school, and I, <laughs> I discovered that my 
every like people were swooning. I discovered that my karaoke song is <laughs> "I Miss You" by Hadaway, no <laughs> which is so it's so random because Hadaway is really famous for "What Is Love, Baby, yeah. Hurt Me." Um, I mean, but his ballad "I Miss great. You" is not very well known. No, I don't think I. I mean, I'm going to have to. I'm sure I'd recognise it. Well, you know what? I think, I think maybe you, you need to resurrect. <laughs> you need to resurrect um, your karaoke no, skills. Absolutely not, and I'll um, never go back to Tenerife either. I think they barred, they barred me. <laughs> I need to hear more about that, but maybe now isn't the time. Oh, I've never w- woken up in so many flower beds in all my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds oh, quite God. beautiful, but I don't think. I think the reality might have been a bit more sort of not the clean as it was. Yeah, vomiting. <laughs> Okay, so we're we're drawing to a close here. Unfortunately, mm. I could talk to you all day. We often do. Oh, we should have because we're fil- we're filming this. We're recording this um, early in the day. But um, I did have a train journey yesterday back from Sheffield, and we did have train wine and gossip. <gasps> but you weren't there. Gosh, I can't believe you did that without me. We've I'm been so talking yeah, about this for so long, all, yeah, all through lockdown. Yeah. It was like, oh. Yeah, when Sophie and I travel anywhere on the train because we live sort mm. of nearish to each other, mm-hmm. um, yes, train wine and gossip crisps I are an that. absolute must. An, an absolute, absolute must. must. Or I think the last time, did we not do train prosecco? Thing? I think whatever we did, we oh, did a bit too much of it, and I had a banging hangover the next day. So I, went well, I think that go. means we did it right. I think that's. I what think that so. Um, so can you tell us if you got anything else that you would like to plug? Mm. Um, any? Can you tell us what you're working on right now? I am working on Pizzazz 6, the OMG. final Pizzazz, the, the last Pizzazz. The final um, Pizzazz. Are you allowed to tell us what it's called mm-hmm. now? Um, no. Also because I'm not sure it's going to be called what I thought it was going to be called. But anyway, I've just oh. I've just written the first draft, so that's a way. I'm working on a picture book, um, which is making me giggle. And I'm working <laughs> on a new thing. Wow. Um, to you know, to um, follow pizzazz, which is I'm very excited about, but I can't say anything about that at the okay. moment. Um, and and um, life size creepy crawlers has just gone. Life size deadly has got just gone, and now Brilliant. we're talking about what. Well, I mean, obviously we've sorted it, haven't we? Life size Real Housewives of Cheshire, but Absolutely. if it's not that. What will the next um, life size be? There's a few oh, ideas floating I around. I can't think. I'm, yeah, I wonder. Mm, well, I did. Covered I mean, quite I did, a lot of bases already. Yes. Well, um, I did poll some um, kids at a school I was at, and I right. suggested as life size um, maybe extinct might be quite interesting. Oh, dodo, do, you better don't. <laughs> Don't do you better don't do that. Don't no, better no. do. That no. sounds brilliant. Gosh, you've got lots of and also um I think we should plug um for anyone who's in the Brighton Hove area or the South oh, East, yes. we are doing a charity draw off with Nick Sharrett and Adam Stower, aren't we? At the Booknook are... Hove on the third of December. So do follow Booknook Hove Can't or me and wait. Sophie or Nick Sharrett or Adam Stower to find out more about that. That's going yes. to be in is it about three or four weekends time, third of December. Yes, and it's the tickets are an absolute bargain, um, and it's all for charity. Absolute. So do come because we will make absolute nitwits of ourselves, all yeah, in, all for yeah. a good cause. Have you got a Christmas jumper? I haven't got a Christmas jumper yet. Mm. Um, well, I have from last year. I, I, had, I had a really cool Wham one with um, George nice. Michael and Andrew, Andrew Ridgely on the front, but I don't know what I've done with it. 
I need to find that out because it's really nice. It was black. It was sort of tasteful for a Christmas jumper, but I know I need to I find a new one. one. I need to get um, one. Now, Sophie, where can we find you on the social medias? Um, on the social medias, I'm I'm um, Sophie Hen. Just really Sophie the Y and Hen with two N's. But yeah, I'm very I'm very basic and straightforward on there. Sophie very Hen on Twitter and on the I think actually, Instagram. That's another. I think that's another tip for anyone who's starting out or or joining Twitter or uh, however long Twitter's going to exist for. Oh my gosh, <laughs> or I know. Don't because uh, I used to be my website and my handle on everything was two D scrumptious because I thought I was being really clever and witty because I was a two D animator and I like truly scrumptious because it's chitty chitty mm. bang bang. So I thought, oh, two yeah. D scrumptious, hilarious. But no, because then it kind of makes you impossible to find. So just yes. use your name. Just yes. use your name. That is a very, very, very good tip. Yes. Just and my it. website has um, is down at the moment, unfortunately, because um, oh, I don't know. Some, so we'll, <laughs> not, <laughs> not even close, because somehow someone who owns my website. I don't know how my website anyway. So I'm trying to sort that. Mind oh, no, out. maybe uh, maybe um, um, one of the Pizazz villains has bought your website. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> um yes no i don't know what's happened yeah yeah okay um, so. well sophie thank you so much for joining me this morning i know you've got a lot on at the moment as you've just explained so thanks for taking an hour of your time out no um, worries and i'm really looking forward to, if i don't see you before i will see you on the 3rd of december to draw we always have fun at you these will. draws don't yes. we they're always quite nerve-wracking and julia donaldson was watching the last one that we did oh, my so I, my my pen was shaking like billio no, mine too. And I was next to Emily Gravel again, who's just brilliant. So oh, um, I know everything she does, even she could sneeze every on a piece single of paper drawing. and it would go it would go for hundreds of pounds on eBay. So good. Um, are you not gonna ask me about my studio mates? <gasps> I am gonna ask you about your studio mate, because we touched on something earlier and I thought, oh, you've kind of already answered that, but no, go on. Who would be your eye? Oh no, should we not? Sorry, have I ruined no, it? No, no, <laughs> let's do it. No, no, let's do it. Only because so. I've given it some thought. Um Absolutely. So, I was thinking about what Benji and Tor were saying and I think it's somewhere yeah. in the middle because like Benji I work <laughs> I think I'm easily distracted so I quite like to be on my own studio but what I was thinking was I'd like a, you know like we'd all have our own little sort of um studio pods yes. so I'd be in my own studio pod and the only person I've ever really well I've ever shared a studio with is my daughter when she was little mm. and she had like a mini desk next to mine and we oh, both just nice. sit there sort of noodling away drinking um, a baby so, chino probably yeah probably yeah it was very very cute and nice just to have that little sort of you know that hive of activity so yeah. so she would be but i wouldn't make her sit at a tiny desk anymore i'd let oh. her have a full-size desk oh, no. that's really sweet because um, yeah, that's interesting because tor sort of wanted everyone benji didn't want anyone because he's a moody git <laughs> <laughs> focus it needs so, to focus yeah, you've gone for a family member that's really well, sweet i'd have that yeah and and um but then, no, but you see, because then I'd also like David Sedaris to pop in bringing cups of tea. And, yeah. And he'd, he'd, make, he'd come in with tea and then, you know, either be really inspiring or withering, I think. When a, he can fear, swap between yeah. the two. But then for lunch, um, yeah. because we're all in our little pods, I want a marching band to come through. Oh, to wake you up. Delivering everyone's lunch, exactly, with the, the glockenspiel. Yeah. Yes, and, and the hats and everything, and maybe yeah. some pom-poms as well. And that whenever I hear that um, glockenspiel, I, I cannot help but cry laughing. It's not, I think it's funny. I don't know what it is. So that would wake us up. Then we'd all go back to work. And then at, I think about mm, six o'clock, someone would sound one of those giant gongs and we'd all come out for cocktail hour. 
Um, or we could all no discuss wonder, our no day's work. You, no wonder you wanted me to ask you about it. You've written an essay. On I have. I really, I really thought about it. I really, really thought about it. Yes. Of the bio. I want, yes. <laughs> Stop that. I've got this brilliant idea and I absolutely think we need to make it happen. So, yeah, and there's some lounge music and cocktails and we can all just like, you know, chat about because I do miss that. I do miss. And it's lovely. Yeah. That's why it's lovely doing festivals and stuff, because you get to sort of. Chip, yeah, get you out of that. Oh, I think, no, I yeah, think that's a brilliant idea. So, yeah, diff- yeah a t- like a schedule of different studio mates to help you at various struggly points through the day. Um, oh well yeah or just like no we'd all have our own little pods we'd all be working and then independently but then we come together at certain points in the day yeah i think that would be yeah kind of genius i like i really like that idea well well done you but i'm still going to try and lure you lure you (laughs) to the brighton studio no i know i'd love to i would love to it's just I'm so lazy. Well, thank you again. And we will catch up soon. But I hope everyone's <laughs> really found that interesting. I think we've given, I think out of all the episodes so far, I think that this one's had the most tips um, for the um, artists so. and, and authors on, on what to do. So, yeah, do keep sending in your questions, everyone. Um, I've got a stock of questions for specific people, but also I'm keeping any ones that I don't manage to ask. I am going to keep them um, and, and, and sort of have, we might do some specials where we just sort of get an author or illustrator on we'd answer loads of like agony agony answering. i think i'm going to get you back great so idea to do that. oh. that's good wouldn't it yeah get a little panel maybe we could have yeah. a little um yeah. agony art panel love I it that's a good idea well i'm going to start speaking to designers and um editors and agents Brilliant. as well because a few people have sort of said oh it'd be great if you could speak to an agent and find out what they do and all that kind of thing so i think that's a must but thank yes. you again sophie and i will see you very soon i do hope so 